And now it's good. Now we're good? Now we are recording. Can I say something at the top of the podcast? There's uh, something incredibly important. Sure, of course. And sort of a new idea and a new thought. Yeah, go for it. I think 2023 is going to be my year. Your year specifically? I've decided in 2023 I'm going to start becoming the kind of person that goes, 2023, it's going to be my year. Well, Dan, you already kind of gave off that energy. I kind of feel like 2023, 2022, I I was over 2022, December 1st, 2022. Or, I'm sorry, January 1st, 2022. Oh, so pretty late in the game you broke. <laughs> One month before, yeah. I was fu- You love the whole year. That's a very you thing to say. See, that's the truth. You're yeah. so positive that you're like, I love the whole year, but that last part 20, really was a pickle. 2023, I'm going to absolutely crush it in every way. What's your plan? Number one, get way into MLMs. I'm going to... Rec- oh, you're getting... Oh, if you don't think you're getting recruited this year... You're out of your fucking mind. I would love to see someone try to recruit me to an MLM. Oh my god! Could you imagine how bad you would be for that company? It would be my favorite thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just about yeah. Like, hey, do you want some shitty leggings? I'd be like, um, I'm already the company. Why would I need help? <laughs> no. How? Uh, are you excited for the new year? No. 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 I don't care. I never give a shit. It's another day. Another day. Another dollar that I've spent. I'm 28 now. I've decided. I've decided to become 28 by choice. That's good. That's how I feel about it. I, I mean, like honestly, the years people have had, I think all ages are by choice. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, no, I'm I'm glad we're back in my apartment doing the pod. You really are. Yeah, I can tell whenever you start to like itch for something. Oh yeah, and it's like it becomes like because you'll you'll start you'll start sneaking in. You'll be like, I can do the morning, the afternoon, the night, the evening. I can go on a walk and come back. I can do a little. You know what? Oh, I can yeah. come to you. We can do it in a car. Like it's just like anything to do the pod, and that's I, what I appreciate about you. I truly like if because I I'm I get fixated sometimes on certain things. Just fixated. I get fixated on it. Which is, uh, but no, I, I, when I want, when I wake up in the morning, I'm like, I want to do the podcast. Cause I feel like there's also a mentality in the city of like, maybe, maybe not. You know what I mean? There's a real, like, I guess, uh, you know what today, I'll let today kind of happen to me. Mm-hmm. I don't really have that in a big way. So when I'm like, I want to do the podcast. Yeah. It will eventually be like, I will be outside in the fucking rain right now. Okay. Meet me in the back alley of Vaughn's. We're going to fucking do a podcast. Listen, it could take a light breeze, and I'm like, should we reschedule? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think maybe tomorrow. I'm great. like, you know what? The leaves are changing. Tomorrow always I don't want to miss it. Tomorrow always sounds good. I've been watching a squirrel from my bedroom window, <laughs> and I don't know what today could bring. Like, I, I am, if I'm the best, if somebody wants to cancel, I'm like, choose me. Oh, choose yeah. me. No, which is great. Honestly, I will say this. That's a very powerful that's something I could learn because I here's what I realized. You know, I realized this watching. Have you ever seen the movie Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid? Uh-huh. Isn't it a great movie? It's a movie. It's one of the best movies I've ever seen. I love that movie. And what I realized as an adult watching that movie is Butch, Butch Cassidy and the Sundance Kid are both very cool, right? Uh-huh. Like that's the whole thing about their movies. It was basically like male porn for coolness. It's like every guy watches that movie, I think, and is like. I'm Paul Newman, actually. Man. I think I'm Paul Newman, right? I want to know more about male porn that ain't male so cool. Male cool porn. Male coolness porn. Oh, wait, wait. What do you mean? I just love the idea that you're like, this is cool for men, and there's other porn that ain't so cool for men. Well, I, no, I'm saying, let me, let me rephrase. No, I like, no, no, keep it hot. What? I like it better that I'll way. I'll keep it how it is. Um, 
And I watched that movie and I realized, you know what? <laughs> what coolness kind of boils down to, in a way, is money. Money, but also, I mean, in in a in a pure sense. But money can lead to what I'm about to say. It's being okay with whatever outcome. It's like. Oh, yeah, that's fine. Like, if you're driving with a person and he misses the exit, a person who's cool is like, oh, yeah, it's fine. We'll, like, get the next exit. But me, I'm like, fuck, I missed the fucking exit. And then I, you know. I think you're describing depression. It's like, no, we missed the exit. Where are we going anyways, really? (laughs) Yeah, well, it can. What does the destination really mean? You're just just describing me. It's a fine line between that. And I will say in in current, like, media, I think depression is sort of seen as, like, oh, yeah, the cool Cool? depressed artist. Yeah, the cool depressed artist who's, and it's like, oh, no, you meet that guy in real life. And it's like, no, you just need, you need to. Get yeah. some help. People are just making whole careers off being sad. They're yeah. like, on today, today I'm making a sad smoothie. Oh my god! It's gonna help me stop being sad. But tomorrow, back at it with the sad smoothie. It's like, oh, so you are sad, it, like as a personality trait. To those, because honestly, I would love to lean into that. But like, that is, that is a fickle industry to be allowed to be sad for money. It's like being allowed to be rich for money. That's also a very like there, like the Kardashians were like, you be rich and we love it. But then other people were like, how dare you show off. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's that. Like, there are some people who are like, well, I love them because they're so relatable and it's just them being depressed. And other people, they're like, I've been following them. They're always so sad. Yeah. You know, the the real fickle thing, because it is fickle about being a depression person, is what if. Word of the day. What if one morning you wake up happy? Oh, no. Suspicious. The Your entire business model is corrupted now. Okay, you can't, Coca-Cola can't wake up tomorrow morning and be like, oh, we're out of cola. It's like, no, 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 you got to keep fucking producing. It's also really, once you get your, all your wealth and fame off being sad, then you're going to get happy because you got wealth and fame. And now you have to be fake sad. Oof. Rough. Now you're an actuar, and that's full circle. That's that's rough. Yeah, only only a few. I mean, comedy is a great example of that, because I think that in a lot of a lot of respect, it's overplayed and it's overblown, but for certain comics, it is like a huge thing where their act and their material comes from being sad. Especially the internet. Internet comics, for internet sure. Internet comics, for sure. And to a degree, Which I agree cool. with that. I mean, honestly, it's 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 not cool, I shouldn't say that, but it's nice to take, I think that is a really good version of, or not version, but depiction of comedy to take something bad and make it good. And I've also but experienced it. But you do kind of get trapped it. in it. Yeah, I, I've experienced it too, where like after a bad breakup or after my dad died, I feel like when I got on stage, I was like, Oh, my fear is like so much lower now. I think because like I've, I, in the, like a real core sense, you do feel more relatable to an audience because it's like I've always I've always thought this about people like when I'm going through the day where like you'll go to a coffee shop and like maybe it, it maybe it's days where you have trouble connecting with people, which I do definitely. Like you feel like you're just kind of like having these weird surface level conversations where you go to the store and you t- sure you talk to the cashier, but it's like you're not saying anything. Sounds like a great day. I, I, there, there is like a level of where you, it, it should happen in your head. You shouldn't like say this all the time. But at the end of the day, it's like, oh, this person's life sucks too. It should happen in your head. You shouldn't say this. You all shouldn't. The time. Oh, well, you shouldn't say you this. You follow it up with this person's life sucks too. Yeah. It's like, well, when you're Hell in your head, yeah. when you're in your head about like, fuck, like my life sucks. And like you're walking around, it's like, oh, everyone's life sucks. Like, not, maybe not sucks, but everyone's life is fraught with like peril and depression and horrible things happen to you and your body fails and like all that shit happens to everyone but you lose sight of that when you're in your own head and you're just like why is everything bad happening to me you know what i mean yeah i think that's true but we also i think that our 
we're kind of made to hold on to bad experiences for protection. So it's really easy and comfortable because you know when something bad happened, bad's going to be bad while it's bad. When something good happens, you're like, for how long? Done. So yeah. I think that it makes people like suspicious of happiness. Like I'll get that way sometimes. And I'll be like, this seems to be going a little too well. Right. But then also on the flip side, it also is like, there is something, it is like weirdly more interesting to hear about like, sad stuff than it is to hear somebody be like and today was a great day and i had a great butter and i had a great pancake and i went on a great date and i'm just like you're not fun this isn't fun for me you're too happy like that's not relatable because i feel like most people i know are like they're both they're both things and when someone's like like toxically positive or it's like just find a find a rainbow along the where the fuck this saying is yeah. find a rainbow somewhere where there shouldn't be a rainbow right and then it's like but I would rather hear you complain. It's a little funnier. I no. I I I've found, and this isn't don't necessarily. That, right? This is. I don't know. She said like, "There's nothing particularly funny about a really happy person." Yeah, well, I, I'll say this: there's not anything particularly funny about a complete like. There can be something funny in something that is positive, but there needs to be a backdrop of like, "But this happened before that sucked." Like. I think maybe I thought about this a lot because I don't really relate as much to people in like Southern California as I do with people mm, from drag them. No, 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 it, it, not in a bad way. I just feel like snatch them bald. My 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 girlfriend is from L.A. and she took me out to uh, dinner for my birthday last night, and she uh, she invited she surprised me by inviting my two friends, uh, Killian and Terrence, who are my friends from Boston. Mm-hmm. Uh, Terrence grew up in Boston. Killing grew up where I'm near in like kind of Cape Cod area. And I could see her and her friend who also grew up in Southern California sort of like be shocked at the way that we communicate with each other. Because it is like if you were to watch it from a a distance, you would be like, this is why do you hate each other so much? But we don't. It's just like the way we communicate. Maybe it's like a cold weather place, I've thought, because like. For half the year, you feel like outside is trying to kill you. So, so you're you, trying to kill each other? You develop, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you develop like a more sort of aggressive form of humor with each other. Listen, but it ain't nobody's business how you talk to your friends except for your friends. If they like it, I exa- love it. I, that's how I feel. But when people watch me talk to my friends, they're like, why is he hitting him? You know? Okay, well, you, you can't go from talking to hitting, Dan. That's two different things. Sometimes you gotta hit. <laughs> you said, it's weird. We talk with our fists, and people yeah. are like, that's crazy. <laughs> but it's like our sign language. Like, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. it's how we do like sign language. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One time my friend uh, Killian kicked me in the shin. It was one of the funniest things ever. Do you know how, how disrespectful it is to kick someone in the shins uh, as like an adult? I mean, yeah. Yeah, I can see that being pretty disrespectful. It's very, like, childish, too, which is funny. But also, like, ow. Did you know it was going to happen? That he was going to kick me in the shins? Yeah. No, I had no idea. Oh, wow. He really went for it. Oh, yeah. Well, people go... Where I'm from, people go... There was a a, a buddy of his who was a hilarious kid. He he passed away, unfortunately, but he was so funny. From being too funny? From Truly. Almost from being too funny. There's a great story of him where he was at a party, and there was a kid he didn't know, and he kept calling him some made-up nickname that wasn't the kid's nickname and kicking him in the shins. Oh, my God. I know. I know but, and it's wrong. It's a wrong thing it's to do. It's wrong. It's wrong, but it's so... Like, to kick a stranger... To just gently start kicking a stranger in the shins is so disrespectful. And it's very bad to do. But, God damn, But you're funny. here for it. I, listen, if in, in someone's memory, to honor them by their memory, I mean... I didn't know him that way. I, I, he went to school with me. 
I didn't know him that well, but hearing that story, I was like, God damn, that is so funny. And I, I, that'll always live with me. Well, that's good. Yeah. Now we'll live with all these people. Yeah, I'll live. You guys are welcome. Live on forever. What is your, what's the group topic you want to chat about? I wanted to talk about things that you did when you were younger that thinking back on them make you recoil. Because I don't know if you have any. Because some people don't. So, well, some people, some people, I talk to them about this and I get one of two answers. One answer is like, oh, no, I mean, I was a kid. I was just figuring things out. Sure. I was learning. And then the other answer, the other people that I relate to are like, oh, yeah, there's stuff I think about where I get a fucking shiver down my spine. Mm, I don't get a shiver, but I definitely am like, wouldn't do that now. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm sure there are things that I really thought I'd be like, well, I mean, I think we talked about this before. There are different things I've said and done that I'm like, yucky. But I think you're talking more about like embarrassing, like goofy, right? both both oh well yeah i think everyone has like i've definitely when i think about like when i was an asshole to people in school that's gross or when i think about jokes i made i didn't like that's gross but i think like when you said that i thought about like silly things like i used to wear like you know how during halloween you can always find like those like scream black robes yes i just i bought a whole bunch of them had my mom buy a bunch and i just cut them and wore them as like jackets like year round i would just have these like long flowing black capes just like going to school or I would, I would like, see somebody with, like, on TV and, like, a show I liked. And I'd be like, Mom, we're dyeing my hair red. So I would just be, like, ginger. <laughs> I'd be, like, a ginger for, like, three or four months. I'd have my mom, like, I'd have my mom, like, searching bargain bins to find, like, thigh-high leather boots for me to, like. I mean, things that are just, How like, old? How old? I mean, just for the time I've been alive till probably now. I mean, it was, I used to go to school with, like, my dad, had my dad make, like, a staff of, like, animal pelts and oh, stuff, and yeah. I would go to school with the staff. Like, what was I going to be doing with that? Oh. It would just be leaning up in the corner during our, like, reading time and stuff. My- <laughs> Benton, we have to do multiplication tables. Can you put your staff like, away? You shall not pass. They're like, like no, you shall not pass. <laughs> You're doing gonna, horrible. I don't need to pass. <laughs> I can fly. Like, that was very much, I mean, all those things are kind of cringy. But, I mean, I don't think there's anything that I'm, like, Oh no! Because yeah. like, how I don't know that it was. I didn't know till I knew. Yeah, when you're, I, I I think very distinctly back. There was a specific thing I remembered. One night, just going to bed, and I was like, "That's so funny." And I kept thinking about it. Where when I was like thirteen or fourteen, I, I hadn't had a girlfriend. I had never dated anyone before. And I started uh, dating this girl like it was sophomore year or whatever. Like, and I didn't know what to do or how to do it. So I would. I would talk to her about making out. I would be like, let, but I would talk about oh, it yeah. in a way that was so intense and so over the top. Like, can we have an example? Like, uh, making out with you was one of the most incredible Oh, wait, trigger warning for sexy. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, making out with you was one of the most incredible experiences I've ever had. Like, shit like that. Where, oh. looking back on it, I'm like, what well, was it not? Were you about? lying? No, of course, I would never. But it was just like... As long as you were speaking from the heart, that was your truth at the time, Dan. But it was just this weird... Like, it, you oscillate... Like, I think there's a lot of times where I would say shit like, I want to give you a massage. And it's like, mm. looking back on I'm like, you're 14. What are you Are what are what you doing? Are you like a... Not a massage. Are you like a 58-year-old R&B singer? Why are you giving someone a massage? But I was like, uh, I just can't. Like, 
I Come wanna, here, toots. I want to give you a massage. I want to massage you up. It was just. I want to put you on the big screen. And what I was really saying is, I would, I would love to touch your body. I'm 14. That's what I. If I was being. And honestly, 14 year olds should be more direct. I, that's that's how I feel. No, they shouldn't. Yeah, actually, right. they should. Yeah, they the sh- opposite. 14 year olds should be shouldn't speak. Muzzled <laughs> should be muzzled and locked in cages. That's how I feel. But luckily, I wasn't, and I would just, I was just so into being like. I'm like, I can't wait to give you a massage. You and did could... that ever happen for you? Yeah, I think I think I did end up giving this girl a massage. She was like, will you go away? And while I was doing it, I was like, oh, oh yeah, no, I, I didn't run up on her, okay? We went to the basement. No, I mean, like, she's like, if I let you do this, will you stop talking about it? No, no, it was my then girlfriend, first girlfriend, and we would go to the basement, and then I would give her a massage. Oh. It's so I mean, insane. that seems pretty, like... 14 it does but it's like i I would give her massages in in the back of my head i was like oh what i meant was i would like a hand job but this is like oh so you thought that was going to translate into no 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 that's the thing is i didn't think i was just like well maybe three years from now but right now you have to like work up to it but you you really wanted to give her a massage I, at the time, yeah, I guess. Well, that's really nice, Dan. I guess it. I guess and you it's asked nice. for consent. Look at you. I did ahead of your time. But but I, what I'm saying is, if you if you if you walked in on <laughs> if you walked in on your 14 year old son and he was like, first of all, where did you come from? Get right. Where did you why go? are you here? <laughs> but if, like you walk into your 14 year old son and he's giving his 14 year old girlfriend a massage. It's like, can you guys just can you guys just be like? doing hard drugs i would right be like now. he loves theater <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, he's, a, he's a tap dancing prodigy it would be so concerning it would be like i'd be like it? i can't wait for him to learn the cello <laughs> my, that's exactly yeah. i'm like oh my little clarinetist exactly yeah it's like oh I've, i'll get you books of poetry yeah from now. yeah let's forget I have about a sticker shapes. on my car that said that said my honor student reads <laughs> Let's forget about shaving. I'm going to teach you how to write poetry. Yeah, I'm going to teach you how to wax. <laughs> you walk home. I'm going to show you how to set up an appointment at a school. Could you imagine if I was like, I'd love to wax you? <laughs> 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 it's close. It's like... It's a, that is not close. It's a profession. I guess it's not close, but it would be fun. <laughs> it's something you get done at a spa. You know what I mean? I just love the idea of, of, of what... That would make my 14-year-old child if I walked in on that. Yeah. I love this storyline we've created, really. Netflix? Yeah, it's very funny. <laughs> it's it's like so funny. I would like to give you a massage. Like, that was my move. Uh, and I How would... many times did you use that move? No, no, no. Like, with, just with this just with this person. Okay, or maybe, actually, maybe a couple move. times after. Oh, maybe so I would it, like it was a movement. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, So, that you're mainly just... You're just cringy about your, your old pickup uh, I, line. I, well, I just think back at Do that. Do you feel like now like, your pickup lines have gotten better? Well, I don't. That's the great thing. I don't have to use them. Well, I mean, before you were with your girlfriend, I, I pick. Up, I never used pick up pickup lines. What the fuck? I'm sorry. What do you just walk into rooms and go here, here? A pick, but a pickup. There's a there's a big difference. Between, I don't know. What do you want me to call it? Uh, what did you say to the to the young gal? To the, oh, to uh, well, it, like when I think pickup line, I literally think like this sort of thing, like. A, th- a thing that you have in your head. I didn't think you were walking by, like, I'll take you to the candy shop. <laughs> I, I, I just like See, that would be funny though. That that's I not... don't think I'd like it. <laughs> no, that's true. <laughs> yeah, depending on who said that. But no, but, mm, no, I'd be you like, what so? is the lollipop guild? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Go back to fucking. But anyway, what what was your what was your go to now? Now, because obviously now you're not 
you're not in the same little awkward boat, right? You just got it. Yeah, no. I mean, I, the, I think the older you get, I'm maybe, and, and you just got older, so you'd know. Yeah, I Listen did. Up, I everyone. fucking did get older. I don't. I, I won't say the older you get, whatever. But I, I think when the older I got, the more I was just like, oh, you, you just talk to people like individual. You know, you run Amory side of scene from Braveheart. The more, yeah, <laughs> this is Scotland, and they're going, "Oh my god!" They're like, he, "He's so interesting. He's so cool. Is his face painted right now? I wonder if he's wearing underwear under the kilt." <laughs> yeah, it's well, you know, you're not supposed to. It's like a thing. You're, yeah, yeah, yeah. I didn't. Oh yeah. And I posted a video one time with a kilt where I spun around. People were like, "You would have thought that I had committed a crime." Oh, yeah, the yeah, way yeah, they yeah, came yeah, to me yeah. with the underwear, and I was like, well, "What did you want me to do?" They they just wanted to get a pee. Uh, but it, well, they but were anyways, excited. What so? So now you just go in and you just be yourself. I think the no guys, that's the advice. Oh, you definitely go in not. And you be oh, yourself. definitely not. You don't be yourself. I mean, you be. I I like to say this to be or not to be. <laughs> on like on like a first date, you don't want to like you don't want to lie in any way. But you also I definitely don't want to lie in there. Yeah, you don't want to lie in there. But you also don't want to like. Be all cat like oh what like uh, like show up in a fucking t shirt. Right. You, you want to invent Anna. You want to you want to become the version of yourself. Like this is the version of myself I could be if everything goes to plan. That's how I. So feel. that sounds like a lie, Dan. I guess maybe yeah. So your advice is to go on the date and be a better version of you. Not a better ver- you. Yeah yeah you're right. You know what I I'll say this. Don't don't lie, but don't tell the truth. Oh, okay. You know what I mean? Well, you all you just can't dump that stuff on a person right away. I feel like it's a little bit like uh I, I feel like there's there's like a boundary that I have early in relationships of like because I've done it before and been like, oh, here's everything all at once, like da 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 da, and it's like, oh, I haven't built a layer of trust with this person in any way. Oh yeah, you love trust, vulnerability, trust the wall, T- trust, vulnerability. Or, so no, it's, I'm sorry, it's not a wall. It's a yeah, uh, it's a ball. It's a wall. No, <laughs> a it wall. is a wall. You're building it. You're like, get away from me. Yeah, uh, it's a foundation. It's a fa- It's a wall. I have a. I fucking put it all the way around my heart. No, I. I think like it There's was so much trust around my heart and vulnerability. <laughs> I think it was something that I learned where that can become its own defense mechanism, like being, okay, right away, here's everything that's wrong with me. Like, I have to get it all out there. Da, 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 da. Oh, yes. Yeah, scare them off on purpose. Scare Subconsciously. Them, scare them off on purpose and also, like, give yourself an excuse when you then later in the relationship behave badly. You go like, oh, well, I told you how fucked up I was. Like, you should have known that. And it, it's mm-hmm. like... No, they like you should venture to act as good as you can, you know, when you're dealing with people. But I think there's most most of this is in cities, and a lot of this is also me talking about like being around artists for so long. And I think a lot of artists are like this because a lot of artists, like, rightfully so, and I think it's good for them to be like this, are a little bit, you know, left to center, like, or not left to center, but they, they act a little bit like askew from normal social norms i think that's fine too but i just found with myself like being so like this is everything da, 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 da. it's like you don't know this person yet like they're do you not... think being an artist is the new justification for being cuckoo oh it's always been people have but always now do you think but i feel like the term artist has changed before like in, well i feel like before maybe this wasn't the case but i feel like before when i thought of an artist we were like 
musicians, painters. I feel like now we could. It's like someone like makes a porn. They're like, I'm an artist. I think that is an art. Or they'll be like, or they'll be like, I made. I mean, oh, I mean, I first of all, I think everything can be art. I think sure. you, you could bend some forks, and I'd be like, what? I hadn't thought of that. Yeah. So everything can be an art, but I feel like now we've really broadened what the term artist means to the point where like you have mechanics being like, well, I'm an artist, so I'm a little off center, and you're like, um. Okay. Yeah. Well, it's a term that necessity that that by necessity you kind of can't gatekeep. Like, like I don't think the 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 term artist works if it's gatekeep kept because like if it is, I mean, how often has there been something? I don't want to gatekeep nothing. No, okay? no, no. I don't want to. No, no, no. I don't, no, I'm I don't not saying you I know, are. I know, but I'm just saying like in general, guys, I don't want to be in charge of anything. Of course. The amount of energy it takes to gatekeep something is like a full time oh, yeah. job. Oh my god, it's nuts. How be- I, and people will do it all day. It becomes a personality trait. Yeah. Everything can become personality trait is what I've gathered in life. I agree with you. But like um when it comes to the term artist, it's like how many things initially were not where people were like, This isn't art, this is nothing, like this isn't art, and then later like on all you were artists. Like, literally every form of art when it first comes out, people are like, This is bullshit, like this isn't real art. And then years later it's like, Oh no, this is some of the most amazing stuff. That I mean like Everything like I mean, rap's a great example of that. I always am so impressed by people who have these out, like outlandish art ideas. Like I want to be in a glass room and cry for twenty four hours in Times Square. Yeah, m- and then someone yeah. like invest in it. I'm like, who is giving you this money? Like I want to understand how. I want to be so persuasive that I can be like, hear me out. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna lay in a glass box. Yeah, in the middle of the desert, air conditioned, of course. Twenty four hours. We're gonna film it with drones. Right. Put it on YouTube. We're going to charge $17. And then some billionaire is like, of course we are. Me? Yeah. yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, I want to... Have you ever tried to convince someone to, like, give you... Have you ever tried to get a bank to give you a loan or something? They're like... Oh, God. They're no. like, we need a blood oath that yeah. you will kill your parents if you don't pay this money back. <laughs> and meanwhile, there's just, like, angel investors being like, you want to eat a sandwich on the subway? As long as you photograph it. Yeah. When Here's you go, a meal. When you go to try to get a loan, they're like, all right, sign this paper, and this is a puppy. Do you see the puppy? If you don't pay this loan on time, oh, you don't want to see what happens to the puppy. They're just like petting it maniacally. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Pay, there's like a robot hand. I mean, the banks puppy. will say things to you like, we don't really see you being able to make this money in the future. <laughs> yeah. Like, they're just like shitting on you as a person. They're like, yeah. you don't really seem to have the determination that you're going to be able to pay us back. Yeah, that, that so happens with. Because of that, we're going to give you this bar of soap and say, pass them the loan. This apartment that I'm in right now, uh, when I first moved in, I wasn't making great money. And they they were literally like, okay, you're going to have to put like a hundred million dollars down. Not obviously not that, but like. But it felt like they, they made They were like, okay, we're going to need you to put like deposit first two months and yeah, last I did that month. when I first moved oh here. Oh my God. From California. God, yeah, it sucks. And they were like, we need you to pay an entire year a, of A rent. thousand years of rent. And I'm like. Do, do you think I'm? What do you? What happens? Do people like move into like? I guess squatting, right, squatters rights is like a big deal in yeah. California. So it's, whatever, that's probably what it is. But I'm just like, you need a lot from me to like move into these apartments. Like, what? I don't know what you think it's going. And then when you leave, first of all, when you now I'm on a rampage. Go. When you leave an apartment and they want to charge you for holes in the wall and shit, but they have to come into the apartment by law and clean and paint it and everything before somebody else moves into it. Right. That is the most criminal 
insane shit I've ever heard. They'll be like, there were 12 holes in the wall. That's $680 of your deposit. Yeah. And you're like, <laughs> I could have spackled over that had I known for, uh, what, three fifty five for a tube of spackle or cock or whatever the fuck it is? Yeah. I, see, I couldn't have done it, actually. But somebody would have done it. Right. And my point is, like... I would have come over to do that. My thing is, like, it's just crazy. Yeah, no. It, I mean, it's, it's fucking criminal. I mean, listen... And that's what I regret from my childhood. I I <laughs> I understand, like you know, maybe running apartments or maybe running an apartment complex is what. But it, there there's just so much wiggle room for being an asshole that so many landlords and shit take. Mm-hmm. It's like you know you're in the position that you're in where you're like in charge of this thing that we've pretty much accepted as. A very, I, I mean, there's people who live without apartments and shit, like, but it, it's it's a very basic sort of, after food, water, shelter comes into play after that. Yeah. So one of the big three. One of the big three. You're in control of one of the big three. And, like, can you just not be a dick about it? And, like, even to get an apartment, it's like, they want to see, like, do you have money overseas? Do you have money? Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. what the fuck do you think we're doing? I don't want to own this building. Right. Like, I just want to live in it for a little bit, please. I'm with you 100%. I just want to set up two lights and sit on my couch and chit-chat. No, I, but on the the thing that you were talking about, like the experimental art, I actually do have a thought about it because uh, Maria Abramovich, I think, is the name of the performer that's like recently, at least somewhat recently, is very popular for that sort of thing. They're... I, I don't. I hope I'm not getting this wrong, but I think they're the one who had the thing where someone would sit across from them and just stare at them, and that was like the art installation. Is like you would just make eye contact with someone for a really long time. And when I when I think of forms of art like that, I'm into art like that. Is that weird? No, I think <laughs> I think it's okay. And there's two camps. I think there's people who are incredibly protective over art like that, which I think is good. There needs to be people who are protective over that. And then there's people who are like, well, art like that is complete fucking bullshit, and I don't deal with it. And it's like. I I understand having that perspective. What I see that sort of stuff as, not, not Maria Bromwich specifically, but when you go into art spaces... <laughs> but when you go into... Listen, give me a loan. When you go into art spaces that are, like, open and flexible and, like, com- stand-up comedy is, like... Uh, They're gay bars. Partner to that is gay bar. No, it's, like, clowning is, is something, especially in L.A., that gets talked about a lot. And when you see clowning... A lot of people do have the initial action of like uh, reaction of like, what the fuck is this? Like, people are spraying water everywhere and fucking like doing headstands. Like, this isn't. Co-. But I've also seen really incredible transcendent performances mm. come out of a space that that's that's that open. And I I think it is one of those things where for experimentation to take place and for an art form to develop, you're gonna need to wade through a pretty high degree of bullshit, like. People using that and then completely tanking. Do you know what I mean? Like, like what's the most transcendent art you've ever seen? Ooh, that's when were you a, most transcended? That's a really great. Because um, when I saw Legally Blonde the musical, yeah. When I tell you, I was transported. That hit you to Greek Row. <laughs> I was like, oh my god, oh my god, you guys. And how did that change you afterwards? Do you well, I'm that? I'm thinner. <laughs> yeah, it's true. And I'm blonde, so now what? You're, Have you is, been that transcendent? Damn, I've never, Piece I've never shit. been transcended that fucking hard. No, I don't know. Like, <clears throat> I've, I've definitely seen like comedy acts and shit that have like blown my mind. 
Like people that you've never heard of before, I'm sure. But like, oh, okay. Yeah, if they're too cool for you. I mean, my God, were they on vinyl? No, just people in Boston who have since killed themselves. You know, was that the act? No, that wasn't the act. <laughs> Cause in there, there's a there's a uh, what is that thing? Uh, uh, it's like a it was like a school project this guy did like about recording him gonna kill. It's like something about re- recording my suicide or my senior suicide. Oh, I have no idea. Okay, well everybody else, I'm sure you know it's on Netflix. You can watch it. But it was like a. Oh, like 12, a, 15 Reasons Why or whatever? No, that's a that's different, but also... 68 di- very Reasons different. Why? This is like a real project this kid did in like oh, really? school. And it became like a thing on the internet, and now it's like a like a movie, but it's just that, what he made. Um, I haven't seen it in a while, but it's like basically his documentary of like going to kill himself. And he doesn't actually kill himself as far mm-hmm. as I remember. It's been a long time since I've seen it, but like it's like interacting with people or talking about it or like him in class and like how nobody like took it. It was interesting. I like how you put a little Southern twang on it. What do you mean? He's going to kill himself. He is. He's going to kill himself. He's going to kill his poor little self. He's going to end it. Bless his heart. Yeah, Lord, he's coming. <laughs> Lord, we are praying. You're going you gonna to see him soon. You're going to know what kind of kid he is. You're going to know. I always knew it was trouble now. <laughs> <laughs> the down home I love mm-hmm. down home country god we yell at him and I swear to god he run faster than a scalded dog uh, my bu- Will Sennett just told me about have you heard God Willing and the Creek Don't Rise mm-hmm. that's so good yeah my parent, my dad says that God Willing and the Creek Don't Rise oh so good you really if you live by a creek you really do hope it don't rise you, I, I pray every day the creek don't rise you don't live in no creek. I'm not near a creek, but I hope it don't rise. What if it gets to me? You said the sewage. I hope it don't rise. This is L.A. You know us. We're worried about that. I'm like, this puddle? If this puddle rises, God I will not be able to get to my car. God willing, in the strange pile of sludge outside my apartment, <laughs> yeah. don't rise. Yeah, God willing, that sludge don't move. <laughs> you said, God willing, there ain't a body in the lake. Like that, it's very different. God willing that. Oh, speaking of cat is in a rat. I yeah. know that we were talking a lot uh, earlier in the in the season about um about my apartment and yeah. how and how um kooky it was. Yeah. This neighborhood that you're you're um living in. Yeah. I was waiting outside for you. What five minutes ish? Yep. Twenty. Um, and literally the I saw the most spectacular people walking by. Yeah. I saw three different people. In fl- separately, not together. Yeah. In like ground length um, silk robes with a dragon on them. Yeah. A blue and two reds. Oh, that is so the vibe of where I live. Mm-hmm. It's and crazy. they were also one of them had on silk pajamas. One of them was in like basketball shorts and like a crop top. Yeah. One of them was in um like yellow joggers and I couldn't see their shirt because they were facing the other way, but. I'm like, this is very specific. No, it's Lots very... Lots of hair colors. Yes. Me a dog. It's very, uh, like, hair color heavy, piercing heavy, uh, silk heavy. It's like everyone that works in Urban Outfitters lives on this block. They Well, it some of it's genuine. I, I'll say this. When I... The 7-Eleven that, that's on that street that you park at, um, there's... <laughs> Great. Thanks for outing me. There's these guys... There's these guys that drink outside of the 7-Eleven that I've interacted with all the time. And oh, the God. two times I've had the most... Like, the longest and most fruitful conversations with them. One time I had a Michael McDonald t-shirt on. And this guy was like, you like Michael McDonald? And I was like, yeah. And he was like, most underrated art. And we just had a long conversation about how much we loved Michael McDonald. It's like very, I feel like there's a lot of old school 80s like 
like yacht rock type guys like who i don't even want to say burnout because that's because i don't think they did burn out i think that they're living good lives now sometimes but like that kind of guy. The things that you experience in life sometimes you tell me about your day-to-day interactions yeah. and it truly baffles me how you get through them how do you mean like this i would never have a conversation that started with no sure someone i didn't know spoke to me michael mcdonald it was like i would have been like, i got uh-huh. fired up i would have been, sometimes people would be like is that Nancy on the back of your leg? Like, cause I have that tattoo. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're like, I and I'm I'm already gone. They can't oh, finish yeah. the sentence. I got fucking fired up, dude. I was like, wait, you fuck with Michael McDonald too? And he's like, yeah, fucking yeah, Michael McDonald. And then the other time, do you well, know what's gonna happen? Like, what is your? Because this is very interesting. Because I have a, one of my best friends, like I've known her my entire life. Yeah, she's the kind of person that can go in a store, a building. She'll make a friend anywhere. Yeah, me. I'll make a foe. I'm not. I'm not quite there either. I'm not. I'm not a make a. But that's the vibe you're putting off, and that's the vibe I'm picking up. Mm. So that's what you're. I feel like the people think that of you too. I feel like the people out there they think Dan is happy go lucky. He's he's a little grim boy. He's grinning. He's going around grinning. He's talking to people. I'll talk to people. Do you think that you're gonna like? When when you have those interactions, are you like, oh, I'm gonna have a great experience out of this. I'm gonna get a funny story to tell. I'm gonna make a friend because my friend, she's like, she's like. That could be my friend. Everyone could be my friend at some point, or I would, or they could be. They might. I mean, she's not like a crazy person. Like they all are her friends, but right. she genuinely believes like she maybe that could be her next best friend. I don't think that. I the so I I'm I'm in the middle. I'm not a person who's quick to let people into my like close life or whatever. Especially not people I meet on the street. But I I am always like I've left interactions with strangers, just like little ones like you know somebody holds door before you and you're like oh thanks or someone does something nice for you and you're like oh that's nice thank you i've left interactions like that feeling good so i venture to try to do the same whenever i can that's how i see it. it's not like i'm trying oh yeah to make... well that's different okay, yeah see i do that i think we're talking about different things but like i thought you were making like connection no, no like like oh what? i gave you so much credit no kind of sort of well like when that guy started talking about michael mcdonald i was like oh fuck yeah i also love michael mcdonald let's talk about michael mcdonald for a little bit like that i and i do really enjoy that especially when it's about michael mcdonald one of the most accomplished artists uh you know i mean the hit list is crazy still at it still making great songs I mean, there's there's nothing more you can say about Michael McDonald, but there's nothing more I want to say about Michael McDonald. If that's what it takes, is one of the most. Amazing. I don't even know how that even is. I, listen, Michael McDonald has a song called "If That's What It Takes," and I've I ask everybody on the podcast. We tell you to subscribe. We tell you to listen. No, no, no. fuck all that shit. Okay, all you have to do. I will cut this out. Is, this podcast all you, so fast. All you have to do, and don't let Benton don't let Benton bully me. Okay. All you have to do is listen to the song by Michael McDonald called If That's What It Takes. Tell me right now that shouldn't have been an absolute mega hit classic that just never was. You know, this is how I feel about Jennifer's Body. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, Jennifer's Body also fucking rules. I know. I'm going to watch it tonight. I can already tell. Let's go. I can already tell. Let's fucking <laughs> I have go. a feeling. See, this was the uh-huh. experience I had with the guy outside the 7-Eleven. If I was wearing a Jennifer's Body t-shirt and he was like, oh, Jennifer's Body, I would be like, fuck yeah, Jennifer's Body. Like, you can have a nice little... Oh, we're both human beings. Oh, God. One time me and Dan were at uh, the gym, RIP. RIP. And um, the, the old one that I went to. Mm-hmm. And as they were leaving, this guy was like, I love your hair. And it was, it wasn't even, I wasn't even part of it. And I was like, oh, my God. Yeah. If we don't leave this building, so. Dan was like, hell yeah, I love your hair. And he was like, yeah, I, I wish my hair was like that. My girlfriend made me cut it. Dan's like, oh, no. And I'm like, <laughs> what the fuck is happening? <laughs> And then I think about it, and I'm like, you know what? I had those same interactions. They're just with different people. Dude, having a, having a 
dudes just love a mullet. Like something about a mullet. They see a mullet, you know what they go? They go, that's a free because man. Because dudes don't think they can be ugly. They go, there's a free man right there. That's what they think. Yeah. And they literally are like, I can wear, do, or be anything. Exactly. I say fucking push it to the limit then. If you have the freedom, use it. You know what the worst thing about like about having freedom is? Is not fucking using it. If I would say the- when I had mullet, I got a, I got a very different set of... I did not get the same mullet reactions you got from the same type of people. I got a lot of like cool weird tattoo girls being like i love your shag and i'm like hell yeah (laughs) let me tell you something happens too all right they like it too they like the mullet people love the mullet the mullet is a great arguing with you no and they are and let me let me people in the comments i I posted uh old videos for the new year because i was like i don't want to record new ones and i i've actually i I think i'm gonna do that every year is like last week is just kind of like a greatest hits thing or whatever but uh something to look forward to something to look forward to but uh Everybody, I posted some videos before I had the mullet and the mustache, uh, and people were like, "Damn, you look so good! You should keep it this way." And I was like, "You're gonna be you disappointed. Look the fucking same. You're gonna be disappointed." And, like, like politely. You look I the appreciate same. that. Um, but that's first of all, people should not be telling people what to look like. That's crazy. I agree with you. I went into a blind rage now. Um, I agree with you. But speaking of what we were talking about earlier, yes. you. Going around the world like that, being like, hello, everyone, love you. I am so interesting. I'm so interesting. You're so interesting. I am so interesting, guys, because let me tell you, listen. It's true. This is what I do. It's true. I have a really hard time in real life being like, I don't want to have that current central life. But on the internet, right, girl, I will tell you, I am the most open. Yeah. I'll be like, you know what happened today? I cut the skin off my eyelid. I shit mm-hmm. with my new fiber peel. Like, yeah. I'm just telling you everything I could possibly do. Yeah. And you know what? I was saying about this the other day. I was like, I wonder why I do that. And then when I'm around people, I'm like, oh, I don't want to talk about this right now. I'll talk about it to you later. I think it's because yeah. I grew up in that generation that was right at the beginning of the internet when like Tumblr and yes. like er- and everything was in a chat room. And we were all just like, I'm spilling everything about myself. Because you didn't know the about it. Because you didn't even know like, oh, this is going to last forever. You weren't thinking about that. You but, were just like, here's fucking everything. Well, not even that. I think it's because when we were doing that, it was the first time that I could remember, uh, because I didn't have like a pen pal or something, that the that right. the world could answer back and be like, us too. Right. And I think there's something, re- it makes you, it makes, it becomes like, oh, I'm not saying this to no one. Even if no one's looking at it, someone's seeing it. Right. And it's this weird, I don't know, it's just like this weird, I feel like I have this weird built-in comfort because that's how I came to interact with other people because I was in a small town, the internet was new. And it was like all of a sudden I could like interact with like all these people that thought the same things were cool as me or whatever. Right. And I feel like there is a whole generation of people that that's ingrained in them, which is why we have the internet we have now where yes. people are like, I was bullied at this restaurant or someone, you know, I experienced fat phobia or I had a great day at this place. Like it's because we're like, everybody feels safe to say it. Yes. Sometimes a little too safe. No. Yeah. But well, in general, like I think that's very interesting. And I'm like, I'm like, I wish, and you have, I feel like you have the opposite thing where like your internet presence is very structured and your outside presence is very like wholesome and welcoming and like, hello. Um, and that could be wrong, but I'm just saying like, that's how it comes up. I think that's very interesting. I was like, sometimes I'm like, man, I wish I could be more like that in the real world as opposed to only in the secret world. Yeah. My, my manager, uh, that I had the cyber world, not the secret. world. I don't know why I said the secret world, the secret world. Yeah. I like that. In the secret garden. Um, I, I had a manager who was like, you, you, you have to like start posting more personal stuff online. And I was like, I don't want to like, I'll like every now and again, I will, but I just feel like, 
like for me personally, less is more because I, I also get enough of that out doing stand up. Like when I'm doing stand up and podcast, then I'll talk about my personal life. But it's like, I don't also need to open up everything on Instagram. I don't also need to open up. I'll go on a podcast and talk about how I uh, would tell uh, girls I would like to give you a massage when I was 14 years old. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? I'll do that on a podcast. But this is art. But this is art. This is we're Maria Abramovich. Um, but yeah, that, that is interesting. Like the way the internet used to like at the very first steps of the internet, it really was this thing people were figuring out and seeing like, Oh, what is this? Is this something where we're just going to like do everything? And it's kind of stayed that way in a way, right? Like, oh, yeah. I think it's definitely are, more capitalized, more capitalized, but still definitely like we want to get into people's business. I guess that's with everything, but like we want to see the inner oh, work. I mean, whenever Facebook lives. first came out, it was, or and Twitter, when they both first came out, it was just like, let us tell everything yeah. we're, every move we make, the amount of custody every battles, we take. The, the custody, the amount of custody battles that happened publicly on Facebook are. I mean, astounding. Oh, you know, I love a fight, a public fight. And oh, yeah. one of my favorite things is to get to get me a little glass of wine, mm-hmm. to get on a Facebook and to just find someone I don't know and read the arguments in their comments. Oh, yeah. The full fights about people being like, and she's a slut and she went to my grandmama's house. And I'm right. like, I'm just like, I'm in there like. <laughs> she went to my grandmama's house. I am in there reading all 368 comments. Being oh, like, yeah. Who, and then what did, what did Tina do to Devin? And it's like. And you're like you're finding out. I don't know these people, but I'm like this is riveting. That's so the funny. internet for the there is a certain group of people in like my hometown. I feel like it's one of them. Not as bad as some of the other ones I've seen, but there's like certain little pockets of the world that Facebook is like a reality show for yeah. that town because it's so small that everyone exists on there. Yeah. And if you say something, if you because you know we can kind of make uh, here in LA we can kind of make big generalizations. We can be like oh my god, like, this store sucks. I'm like, the store's not going to see it. They don't give a shit. Right. You know what I mean? But, like, in towns like that, if you say you got a bad perm, people know where you got that perm done, <laughs> and it's fucking war. Like, this is all-out war. It's so true. And I just love that, that that exists on the internet. It is fun, yeah. I wonder if people who... I, I always think this about people whose whole thing on the internet is starting controversies. Like, I, I think... Because if I get even a little bit of con- of controversy online, like... I do sort of, I guess it doesn't affect me in a negative way, but I am like, I'd rather this not happen, I guess. Wait, you get contrary about your own stuff? Yeah, yeah. I mean, Oh, well, let's talk about that, because I know, I, I can be there with you on that. Yeah, it, and it, it's like, it's frustrating and annoying and stuff, but then I think about people who are, and this is like a whole genre online, I think people will know what I'm talking about, but like, people whose whole thing is to start controversy. Their whole thing is to have public feuds with people. You can make a living off of that now. And I I, I wondered yeah, to myself... Yeah, call out creators. I wondered, yeah, I, I wondered to myself, I was like, are they happy? Because even though you're making a ton a ton of money, a crazy amount of money Well, you have to this, live in that space of being angry about everything. But then I was thinking, I wonder if any of them appreciate the amount of joy other people have in making fun of them. Do you know what I mean? What like, do you I was think thinking in meta way. I wonder if there's the, you had to, some of those people that do that are like trolling to do it. Yes. And then there's the the, the ones that really think they're like doing the, the work. Yes. And so I guess it depends. I think the ones that are doing the work have no idea. I think the ones that are trolling are like, this is all a big Those lines game. always get blurred eventually though. The trolls, a lot of the time, like over time, oh, I do. will become I think it's genuine. because you can't be, I guess you can be, but it's really hard to be like, 
to make your whole thing being like publicly extremely passionate about everything because it makes you hard to listen to as opposed to someone who is like enjoyable to watch and then has a message right. where you kind of you're like oh well this is not normal so let me tune into it as opposed to like even if you believe everything the person is saying that that's like every day doing something your brain just learns to tune that out because it because it becomes something you always see it's like if you drive at the same building every day eventually you're not like paying that much attention to it you know yeah and so like that is kind of the downside i think sometimes of like people doing that like as a job is that it can become trolly and it kind of makes you not believe the people that are doing it for a good reason and this is just like annoying this is actually just my way of working into a proposition i have for you i think we should start a very big public feud with another successful podcast to try and up our name when you say another successful podcast, yeah, well, we're what would be the first successful. one. We have <laughs> we have over sixteen people listening to this, and that's huge because those sixteen people are very powerful and in very Sweden. in Sweden. They're all in Sweden for some reason. I don't know why they're all in Sweden, but I say we like NPR, like an NPR podcast, Fr- Fresh Air. Let's go after Fresh Air. I don't know what that is. And for also, I don't... Let's go pa- Pod Save America. Do you like confrontation? Hey, Pod Save America. Oh, they're so nice. Bo- box Benton, okay? Benton challenges Pod Save America to a public boxing match. I love that I love that in your world, uh, podcast feuds involve boxing. I can tell exactly the kind of podcast you listen yeah, to. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's just like, meet me outside. Meet me. It's like... You know what I love? And we'll, we'll get into the questions you know too. What? Because I've never seen people do, but I would please. love people to do. Yes. I want to like celebrities i don't really care if you're like a huge celebrity or like a more like a controversial internet celebrity yeah wouldn't you love to see someone challenge someone to a public debate I, that happens all the time but not that like, happens. but did that ever happen though no they never d- saying, they like, never do people it have enough money you don't you could just put on your own debate public intellect quote-unquote public intellectuals will do that sometimes i don't but need to be smart yeah. i'm not the ones that think they're smart yeah yeah yeah, to yeah, be yeah. Put in a debate they usually don't that ha- you know what it happens with sometimes it's youtubers because yeah, they get Twitch so many streamers views. love to do they it get, but i want a, yeah. a real one yeah i yeah, want yeah. like us just i want them to sell tickets yeah uh, or no, no just, just do it for free yeah you have enough Prove your point. Well, that that's the funny thing about... It wouldn't take much, a podium. That That's the funny thing about controversy and stuff where I wish people were more... I, I, this this sounds so cunty, but I, I wish people... Like good cunty or bad cunty? Bad cunty. Oh. Um, I wish people were more media literate about like how how money is made online and stuff because so often someone will be like, you know what, I, I we have a rule on this podcast. If you have a problem with us, come on the podcast, we'll figure it out. And a lot of people will listen to that and go like, oh, that's so nice of them. And they're so like real for that. But when I hear oh, that, yeah. I'm like, what you're saying is if you have a problem with me, come on my podcast and make me a fucking ton of because money. If you're on the internet and you have any bit of followers, people yeah. are like, you're rich and famous. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. And so it's, it's like, it's like you ever get comments from people like, how come you weren't in the Marvel movie? And it's like, <laughs> no one asked me to be. Like, I would have loved it. But like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like those kind of things. You're like, I think you should do this. Like, well, I just can't go do that. But, but I'm so saying... So it's the same thing because people don't know that like by coming on the podcast, they're making money. Right, 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 But right, the right, trick right. is if you let people know all the ins and out of social media, then it crumbles the illusion right. of people that make their money off social media. Right, right, right. That's true. But it's like everybody who says that is really just saying, I know that if there's a controversial podcast, whether I come off looking good or bad in it, I will make a hundred thousand dollars. Last hurrah. Yeah. So I will fucking have this person like, oh yeah, you can come on my podcast and we'll like whatever. It's like you're both gonna make a ton of money. And it's like you, you know a, a a term I heard recently that maybe you'll know? Selling wolf tickets. Do you know that? Selling wolf tickets. They're selling wolf tickets. No. What would a, what no. 
Look that look that phrase up. Selling wolf tickets. On what, Mike? No, not you. No, not oh. right now. The people at home. I think. I think what. Can it you means, just tell us? I this think, is an educational podcast. I think what it means is basically. You think? I think. I think what I, I thought think, you just learned it, BB. I don't like to. I don't like to talk in uh, uh, generalities. Here. We set this mic stand up earlier, and Dan said it feels like I have something powerful to say. I do. Uh, is an expression. Uh, oh. To, to spread boasts or threats that you can't or won't back up. Oh, selling wolf. Yeah. Well, I mean, what? that's kind of rude to wolves. I, I guess so. A wolf could back themselves up. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They're throwing them in packs. But they're selling wolf tickets out there. Man. I, they're probably some dudes. I love like where words, like where things came from. Now oh, I want to yeah. figure that out because my, my brain goes like, probably because like a wolf in sheep's clothing, you're lying, you're not going to back it up. Because like that's how my brain would do that. But like I love, like you ever heard the term in a pickle? Yes. For a long, I was like, what the fuck? How could you be in a pickle? Like, that doesn't mean anything. Because a pickle jar, right? And then, no. Oh. So it turns out it's because a long time ago, slaw was made with pickles, apparently, and it was like a big mess of stuff, so it meant you were in a mess. Oh. This is where it comes in a pickle. I, well, I just read this, and it said uh, the usage of wolf tickets was first recorded in 1963 when sociologists noted its use by black gang members in Chicago. So my thought is, how did I hear that? I can't, I don't remember. Oh, where did you learn that? I don't know. Sometimes word that's the thing about words is sometimes they just come and you don't remember where. Isn't there another from. one like selling selling paper promise? Something about paper. You're selling some paper tiger. No, selling a paper tiger. No, not selling a paper. No, tiger, paper but... tiger is a special. That's a Netflix special. <laughs> no, being a paper tiger. It's it's a phrase. You're a paper tiger. It means like you. No, look not scary. about selling something. It's about selling papers. Oh, I don't know. Or grading papers, maybe. Listen, we're an hour in. Let's get to the questions. Well, you didn't ask me your question yet, did no, you? No, it's my fault. I, I should have gone to my question earlier. Also, the last episode we did was two hours, and people seem to be fine with that. Okay, great. Um, My question was, have you ever heard of uh, man camp? Man camp? Like man the camp, camp men go to to be more manly? Yes. Yeah, I've heard of Essentially. that. Essentially. There was like a little like a YouTube documentary I watched on it or something. You watch? Okay, good. <clears throat> I know if you know about this. Uh, the one that I read about was called The Project. Uh, oh, I there's think, different ones. I think there's different ones. Holy shit! Oh yeah, yeah. I yeah. thought one person had. I thought it was like one. The thing I watched was like this guy made it with like his big claim to fame. Yeah, it, it, it's. I think there's like one very. I think it probably is the project that you heard about. Uh, I hope I'm getting that right. But um. Oh yeah, God forbid you get it. Don't get it right. But what what I was wondering is, what do you think about that as a model? Like what what? I don't understand. Your... I never understood. Like it's to me, it's. I don't know. I don't know what to say about this. Because, like, it's one of those things where, like, okay, well, what if somebody went to, like, model camp? Like, you know what I mean? So I'm, like, cool. But also, like, being a model is a profession. So you're learning, like, skills for your profession. Being a man, like, this man camp did kind of feel like they were preying on, like, these, like, social constructed ideas that make men feel bad. To, like, teach them how to be, like, more of what they should be. When the reality is, like... If you, I mean, if everyone in the choir sang the same tune, the song wouldn't sound as good, girl. He, so you need different types of men. I, my so, when I read it, I think like what I read first is all these people's natural aversion to it, and everybody being like, "Look at this dumb bullshit that like these guys are buying, they're wasting their money on." Da da da. Which is true. Well, but two it, things can be true at once. I here's the. Th- I mean. 
if you're spending like that amount of money on something, I, I, I mean, I obviously have the knee jerk reaction of it too, where I'm like, fucking that many well, thousands. For people that of don't dollars. know, will you explain? What oh, the camp yeah. Is? Basically, basically, it's like uh, the one that I read about. I think was 72 hours. That could be more or less, but it's basically like a very compact experience that men go on, oh. where they uh, they go through a number of essentially like boot camp style training and challenges. They're I think everything from cold water submersion to like team building exercises that are very physical, maybe even like a level of sleep, sleep deprivation, which they do in the We are talking about also. two different oh, things. Oh, what, what were you talking about? I'm talking about there's a camp this man sets up and it's like a month long program and it teaches you how to be a man. You learn like how to change tires. You learn how to lift weights. That's even you cooler. Learn, I like that a you, lot. Oh my God. You learn like all these things, like how to talk to a woman. Like it's like it's almost okay, like how that, to be like a dude. If if I could be selective, so you're talking about that thing. It's like it's like that boot camp thing. It's yes, like, it's like that marine almost kind of thing. Yes. to see like if you can do something. But similar, well, that's different. But eh, it, it's kind of similar. I'm sure there's similar things, and it's it's all it's all basically these like companies in this business model that has been created around the idea, or at least around the promise that if there has been a level of quote unquote like a uh, traditional masculinity that you feel has been taken from you, this can restore it, which is something where I'm like, I, when you start throwing around terms like traditional masculinity, I'm always like, this is, this is cause, cause they'll be, they'll, they'll talk about traditional masculinity, but like masculinity has fucking changed a lot. Like, are you talking about 1950s? Are you talking about Spartan era? Are you talking about like when they wore little heels and powder wigs? Yeah. Are you literally like, what is, Traditional. This like, is what the character off of you, the girl's husband. He. This is his job on the show. He runs one of these camps. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's funny. When when they're in L.A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. LA, the L.A. episodes are crazy. But uh, but yeah. So I, when I'm reading this, I, 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 there's two parts to it. One is, I don't think there's necessarily a problem, in good faith. If you're like, oh, I want to do something challenging. This is like a safe, controlled place where there are professionals that i can do something challenging and test my willpower and all that shit like i don't find an issue with that but there is it's like when you get down to the nitty-gritty it's like the things that lead people to these certain like uh extreme things i i do wonder and it's all under the pretense of like traditional masculinity being taken or what i don't even know if it is but that's kind of what people have been disseminating from it it's like oh these are all just guys trying to reclaim traditional masculinity it's like well if that's the case i don't know but i'm not i'm not wholesale against stuff like that i just need more understanding and context of it so what are you trying to say are you for it or against it i i I, this is why i'm asking you because i'm on the fence about it because well i think the thing you're talking about is completely different than the thing i was talking about the thing i'm talking about i think it's crazy it sounds like a straight camp kind of it's very weird but it's and I think those people are preying on those weaknesses of being like you're not this, you're not that, you're not that. Come do this. It seems like the one you're talking about is the other side no. of the spectrum, the other tug of war, because they're saying if you are all these things, no, 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 no. They're they're like if you're a weak bitch. Not, they're not actually saying this, but they're but like they if you feel weak, if you feel like deep, whatever. But going we'll and doing that would make you. you not weak. You're just gonna leave and still be a weak bitch, girl. <laughs> like you just did it one time. That doesn't make you like that's the that's the concept of that. The but thing, there's, there's the thing I was talking about yeah. was making you into a man, quote unquote. It's like it's like it's like the scene in Mulan. 
You know, it's like that. The thing you're talking about is just like, hey, piece of shit. Like, if you want to come be a man for 72 hours, what? that even sounds more, that sounds less manly to me. Both these things. Because then it's just being like, oh, some other man told me I wasn't strong, so I better go prove that I'm strong but, for okay, him. Okay, but, but that's the, so I think there has been this, like, which I completely fucking understand because it's been capitalized and monetized and turned into something that, like, Oh, to be a to be a guy, you have to have like a million dollars and like talk down to people and like be dominant and be da 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 da. Ew. Yeah, it's that sucks. is true. I don't like that's not my version of a man. Yeah, I n- me neither. It's no one's version. That's a version of a fucking incredibly insecure person. But what's unfortunate, I've talked about this before, is like. And and I'm sure the camp that you're talking about, like I, I don't fucking know the it ethos. Even but that was probably a gimmick. If at they're this like, point. I'm like, with them, I mean, I'm real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but I don't think there's anything wrong with wanting to learn certain things that are associated with whatever quotidian like mat like changing a tire is something that I there's nothing wrong with any of it but yeah I mean that's but in yes in the grand scheme everyone can make their own decision if it's wrong at this table we're talking about if we think it's wrong right I think it's a little crazy uh, to just be like I think that you could I think that same thing could be like a life skills like why are we marketing it towards only men like or like why are we why yeah. are we marketing it to like you aren't manly enough come to my school of men yeah we're doing that you because... know what that should be a v- that's like that's like those old VH1 yeah. shows where they're like where they're like how to be a or like charm school or how to be, but those are way more entertaining because they're drama. So it's like yeah. just, to, first of all, when you're you right. Just, when it's being like you have a million dollars and being a suit and then you're a man, it's like, first of all, a man in a suit is so boring to me. And I just thought, I mean, the obvious answer is it fucking is, I don't know if they're excluding women from that, but if they are, it's like, well, it's fucking cool for a woman to know how to change a tire too. Like that rules. Like everybody well, should know how to do gender. that shit. They're gendering things that aren't gender, and it's, which is cool. It's fine. Yeah. My problem is like you can. That's my thing about this conversation, and I feel like sometimes we go back to this because it is very prevalent in our lives. Hmm. But I think that one of my problems with the whole like masculinity, femininity thing is it's just like, hang on, I had too many thoughts and I forgot what I was going to say. That's okay. Oh no! We that were happens. Talking about yeah, it does happen. It happens to me a lot because I'd be thinking way too fast. So well, can I say something? Sure, go ahead. I was I was saying in terms of what is wrong with those camps. I guess that the the thing is probably some of the subject matter, but the real big issue, like the overarching issue, is the fact that it's being marketed towards people's insecurities, and I think that's always something that is a useful tool in marketing but is usually done in bad faith where you're you're looking at people and you're going don't you feel like a pussy don't you feel like a piece of shit when yeah when really it what you should be approaching those things are like if you're a guy and you feel insecure that you don't know how to do certain things like that you associate with masculinity that's totally it. It's cool to learn those so, things. It's like the way men used to make women's commercials. Like, do you feel bloated? Yeah, and ugly? yeah, yeah. And now yeah, they're like, well, yeah. we're still gonna do that just for men now. Yeah. Because now, like, female commercials are like, are you the baddest bitch on the block? Are you the coolest bitch ever? And it's like, yes. I was thinking it's bad, not necessarily because like learning those things isn't bad. Wanting to be like manly like that is cool as shit. Like, go for it. You go chop wood, baby. Um, that's all great. The people coming out of it with the mindset that now they're more manly and better, that's the negative connotation to me. Yeah. Because like most of the time things are marketed towards your insecurities. Like that's just how marketing works usually. 
or they're marketed under the under the illusion that like it's okay you have this insecurity but also buy this acne cream so it's like confusing <laughs> those are so but, schizophrenic to yeah me. i'm just like so should i have the acne do or i not? do like, i get am i beautiful or it's like, do it's i like, need the cream it's like we didn't photoshop this cellulite but also here's a cream to fix it it's like so do i should i have it or not Fucking what do have i it. do <laughs> like um so like that's kind of the similar so all marketing is kind of done like that in a sneaky way or not i think for the most part but i think the those kind of camps, the kind of person that is going to that camp is the kind of person that's coming out of that camp being like, uh, that dude was a soy boy. Like, that's the mentality probably coming out. I doubt that most of them, I don't know, because I'm sure everybody's different, but I doubt most people are coming out of that camp being like, and you know what? I can lift up a tractor over my head, but I appreciate men that can't. It really makes me, that makes me really sad. That, that whole thing of like, and it is, it goes with the fact that like masculinity, quote unquote, like toxic masculinity is so bad for guys. It's such a it's bad, bad for girls too. It's bad for girls. But I, and I think people at least in some way understand that at least when the term toxic masculinity what came about, it was usually used in the context of like men act this way. And this is its direct effect on women, which is super important to talk about. But the other side of that is it like, if you think being cool, like I'm just like, who have you met? Who are the people in your life? Who are these role models that you see? Johnny Bravo. Like, I like that where they're tearing down other people and like talking shit and calling people like pussies for whatever. Who not do being you like mean them. who have they seen? You know exactly who they've seen. Well, who looks at them and goes like, "That's cool. I love that." Millions of men, I and you guess. know why? I think it's because this is what this is what makes me sad. Because this is what actually happened there. I think is that when those conversations started happening, um, men and some women were hearing that, and they were like, "And you know, there's there's a, there is a type of like." guy who's like who's like a like a like a himbo just like a like a big masculine like ding dong that's like right nice and polite and doesn't really care about people's stuff and it's just like a like a meathead or whatever and i think those guys got can got a little confused and were like oh my god like am i bad for being so masculine and then people got mad about it and it was like internalized where it's like the real story is no one's saying being masculine is bad no one's of saying course. that the, what they what 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 they can't say on all these campaigns and ads and news what what they really want to say is stop being an asshole stop being a piece of shit they don't want to but they can't connect that any other way to you than being like when you do this it's an asshole thing and you go but when i do that it's because i am man right like that's not what the conversation is but that's right. what we're hearing well and and also it's like it's also fair to say that men are taught in a lot of ways to or they're taught that it's good or self-protective to act in asshole ways which is like very unfortunate oh yeah but you know that gets boiled down and then run through the pipeline and then people get mad about it and then it goes which rightfully so in a lot of cases but then it turns into this very like direct aggravated message that men will take and then be like oh well yeah fuck you i'm not like well i'm not like that but fuck you for saying it and then they'll like completely yeah it's like it's confusing they're like but that's not how i am and it's like well it's not about you it's not about you but that's because we're starting from the middle instead of being like because the real problem is like they've been raised to not cry not have emotion be tough be strong and then we're waiting till they're till they're 25 35 and being like stop doing all that stuff and then if they and then they're like well i don't that's confusing all of a sudden the sad thing to me though is with the internet a lot of those guys aren't even necessarily in, in like that direct of a way taught those negative things but with the internet they'll find a guy when they're like 14 15 or they'll find a podcast or they'll find a whatever life coach who's who's like 
who then starts espousing those ideas. So it's not even coming from someone in their life. It's coming from this outside source. But if you're like not around. Well, think about when you were 14, Dan. Yeah. You just said you wanted to give massages. Now imagine seeing a man on the internet who's like touching boobs and holding guns. Ooh, man. You'd be like, that is so cool. I better do all this stuff. I better it's do everything. It's just like whenever I saw the Spice Girls and I said, I need go go boobs. <laughs> How will I ever grow? You know what, Fenton? It's exactly the same. But thing. It, it, I mean, that everybody does that. It's, it's the same reason every girl in America had Lauren Conrad's haircut when The Hills was on. Yeah. Because they were like, mm, I didn't know we could do our hair like that. It's yeah. like, you know what I mean? Like, it's, it, I mean, that's obviously very, such smaller, less impactful versions of it. Yeah. But like, it's because when you're 14, you're like, what? Like video games, cars, and girls? And it's like, now you have a person who's living in a, living in a video game with a car and a girl? Like, it's like, oh, yes, you want to be that. Can I say this? And... This probably isn't the right takeaway from this, but it's something that I do think about sometimes. Mm-hmm. Whenever whenever I see that, whenever I see guys be or like young men being like super young guys like online, I've only seen videos of this, but they're like to be to be like cool and masculine, I have to be like jacked and super rich and like a dick to people and like whatever. I just want to be man, I wish I could just sit you down and show you my friends in LA who get laid. And you could be like, oh, I just have to be kind of cool. That's all you really, like... Yeah, but those people also have, like... Those are the kind of people that if you sat them down to show them that, they would be like, but they're getting laid by threes and not tens. Like, you know, there's always going to be a com- layer of com- them. Which is not true. But I get well, that they would say the that. Well, the beholder. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's fair. Yeah, but... It's just, like, there's always going to be some way to, like keep doing that insane thing i'm doing because it, it's a it's the same thing as like what we we're talking about earlier about being sad or anything else it's like it becomes like a like an armor yeah and then it becomes like well i can't now i've because when you're that far into something like that the same thing with like you know toxic femininity or any really little group of people if you that's like not great if you get like too far into it now you all your friends are that way so how are you gonna stop being that and then your friends are all that and then like all your activities are probably based around some form of that i I talked about this but when i was like in college uh i i like got into some of the pickup artist stuff not like not to the point where i was going to seminars or buying anything but i would watch the videos on youtube of like this is why you need to have perfect alpha posture to attract like Wait, women. can you explain what that is that's for those of us that don't know? Oh, pickup artist shit is like uh, like guys online who essentially espouse things like, this is what you have to do to get girls. Pickup artists? Pickup artists. That sounds sleazy. Yeah, P-U-A. They're called, yeah, like, I think... Pew. Yeah, Pew. Pua. That is the sleazy... That sounds like being a used car salesman. Yeah. Pickup artists. A lot of them are like used car salesmen. Well, do you remember on VH1 or maybe it was on TV? Embody your spirit. What's that? Embody your spirit. Both. Oh, um, you remember on VH1, there was that show called I, I Room Raiders. I do. I love. No, it. no, no. But oh. it, it was a pickup artist show where there Next. was a guy named There was a guy named Mystery on it, and he was like a Danny Phantom. No, he was like a like a famous pickup artist guy, and it it, it was basically this thing where like these. 10 or 15 schlubby guys go into this house and then he teaches his them. His name was Mystery? He, yeah, his name was Mystery. He was wore, it X-Men? Wore a big fuzzy hat. And he, he would teach them how to pick up like high value female type shit. Like high I, value females. Yeah, high value females. That's how they would. Or high value women. That's I don't know insane. if they use women or females. Sure, I, don't but, you hate when people call women females? Oh, yeah. Females? Oh, I mean, it's, yeah, it's a, it's a bad sign. It's so crazy. Yeah. It's like, yeah. But anyway, I, I was like into those sorts of videos just because I wasn't talking to any women at all. So everything that they said seemed true. I was like, 
oh, that makes sense that it would be like that, the way you're describing it. And the thing that got me out of it, thank God, it never got to the point where I actually, like, started treating women like that. But I it, I, I just started, uh, honestly, it lasted, like, a year or two, and then I started reading other stuff, like, more spiritual stuff, and I kind of let that oh, go. So religion saved you? meditating kind of did you said but honestly guys i grew out of it when i realized when i, had, I, found, I had these fucking guns yeah and when i found the gym no um but what really got out of it, it was comedy and being around people more because comedy got me out of the house it got me like talking to people going to shows like all that kind of thing got you laid not really no not even you know people love to be like when i'm a co- people I sometimes I think comedians are lying because comedians yeah. out the gate from open mic on love to be like I get so much pussy from doing comedy. I'm like, no, do you? No, because I'm just not buying into. It. And if you are, like, I'm like, not everyone. Some like group. Sure, I'm some of them are. I'm great. Yeah. But a lot of people that I would hear that from, especially during like open mic eras or open mic places, like when you would hear that, you were like, I know you're lying. And if it's not a lie, we have to fix it because how dare them girls go home with you? Yeah, you're. I don't know. Yeah, well, like, a lot of them aren't probably like a lot of. The, but but that's the thing is like, I, what what it did was it got me out of the house and around real people. And when you're actually like interacting, you're around people. You you, it demystifies all this stuff. And a lot of the stuff that you get on internet on, on the internet about like this is how you actually talk to. It's like, oh no, you actually talk to women and men and everyone kind of in the same way where you meet them eye to eye and you have a conversation with them. And they're just people at the end of the day. Oh, but weird. I always get... send a headshot that I've autographed in a bottle of champagne. That's smart, too. But, uh, but just says, sorry, I couldn't be here. There's nothing wrong. Maybe I'll start doing that. <laughs> Maybe you're right. Maybe I'm wrong. No. But uh, but that that's what really gets you out of it. And it really does make me sad to think, like, damn, like, there's so much less. The, the real issue with all of this is we live in the, one of the loneliest societies in history in terms so of, like, who? in terms of, like, person to person in, like, interaction and stuff. I don't know why you would think that. The internet says that, and TV says that, and movies say that, and songs say that. Right. And all my friends say it. Right. And my therapist. I don't believe you. You know what? That's fair. I think we're more connected than ever. Do you see at the red carpet when everybody wears the ribbons? <laughs> Wait, I didn't. No. Do you see when people wear the ribbons? Were people wearing it ribbons? Means they all believe the same thing. That must. And that is connectivity. We must be in a great society, mm-hmm. actually. You know what? I take back. You ever literally. bought alcohol made by a celebrity? Yes. Connected. All the time. I can't. It's They're just only, like us. They if, love to drink. If George Clooney isn't on everything I consume, I just don't consume it. It's just not for so me. So you just use you just use those in espresso pods and, yeah, and yeah, yeah. watches? That's all I do. I eat watches. Yeah, every day. <laughs> mm, it's expensive. Um, but yeah, like that that's the real issue. And then all this stuff is just symptomatic. And people will always kind of go after symptoms rather than main causes. But it's like, I do think that addressing... Because that to me is kind of the best. Because I also hate when people talk about depression in this way where it's like, oh, well, just go for a walk and drink water and be healthy and then everything will be okay. And it's like, well, no, that's not fucking true it's like either. That's the future. Yeah, 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 yeah. But but I, I'm like, I'm like at the end of the day, it is this thing that I think we should be addressing as a society, which is like people aren't getting enough like socialism i wasn't when i was a fucking kid and that's why i had to go to like special education for the most part it was like just not being socialized and then getting bullied 
you know, big part what because are you, like of a that. Teacup poodle? What do you mean being socialized? Being so literally, yes. Like I think I spent way too much time alone as a kid. But what if you couldn't help that? Like I grew up on a farm. That's the thing. I it was out there. I I couldn't help it, but. It, it was one of those things I had to address later on. It's not saying that you're like it's bad or irreversible or whatever, but I think it does need to be addressed where when you're a kid in and like you're just not getting enough connection, it's like we're completely made and wired to be in communities. People say that all the time. Completely. That's a slippery slope. Well, how do you mean? Go on. Well, I don't know. I, I just think the cults or something? I just, you think I I'm just, trying to start a cult here? <laughs> yeah, I, I know how comedians are. I am... Um, I just, I don't know. I think that we, people say that all the time, but it's like, we don't live in villages anymore. I know. We're in these, it's, I mean, there are like thousands of people every time I step up my door. And it's like, sometimes like that overstimulation is like, it's difficult to be around. So it's like, you have to like, I don't know. I just want to be right about this, but I know that you're right about it. And I just, I keep thinking about me today being like, we could do tomorrow. And then being like, just fucking go. Just force yourself to go. No, I'm, I'm not and saying I, anyone's wrong. Why? Well, no, but I know that I am wrong. But it, Because I, I wanted so badly to be like, no, it's not that great. But now that I think about it, all my, almost every problem I have when I interact with someone, it feels less heavy than it did before. Right. Because I'm not just sitting in it. Right. And so that is the truth. And I tried to make it not the truth. But in 2023, I stopped doing that i stopped making things not the truth when they're not the truth and i think a big part about it is like giving it when when we think of environment we think of like outside i think that's a perfect example like if you live next to a fucking nuclear power plant and i do and and we both do and like every and you walked outside and got like exposed to radiation and then you got sick from that you would be like oh of course because your environment matters and what people don't understand is like society is environment so the the society that you're around, what you fucking surround yourself with, just like the place you live and the water you drink and the food you eat, like the society that you live in is your environment. And if that environment is shitty and like, quote, toxic is such an overused word, but if it is literally like intoxicated, like it is not good for you, then you're not going to feel good and healthy. So it's like mm. changing that environment to whatever degree you possibly can and then giving yourself the space. If things are bad, they won't be good. If things are bad, they won't be good. Yeah. Um, if the your... light is off, the light isn't on, Hillary Duff. Um, do you think people ever get like, uh, like nuclear reactions and get like some really cool benefit? Like instead of getting like three eyes, they get like a huge ass or something? Or they get like radiation and all of a sudden they're just like fucking, they have abs. They have radiation to the yeah. ass. I or, think that's probably happened. Or they at get least radiation, once. they just get like chiseled jawline. You think there's ever a good radiation? That's probably happened at least once. I think that because like, we only ever hear about the bad ones. But I'm sure somebody thought that's like, oh my god, I live by a nuclear. Well, they have to hide my those. nails. They're so healthy. They they have to hide those because they know if there was any hint that you could get a bigger ass by going next to nuclear power plants, it'd the, be Calabasas. The lines, the, the Calabasas would be like, we are investing in fucking nuclear fusion. <laughs> There'd we just are be mushrooms all over Calabasas. There would be little like shops that open that like, yeah, we can get like a little uranium in here, and it'll just like really set off your lips. Right, now. like if you inject kryptonian they're like that's not even real it's like it's now it's now we made it <laughs> um it's so funny what was your question for i want to know what your new year resolutions are oh i never make new year's resolutions. well you better get on it no 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 i okay oh well actually, why don't you then so i How did you, you, first of all did you just you're probably you, you just, yes and okay, no, you didn't okay. just know my question i didn't make a new year's resolution but I did. I do uh, mushrooms on my birthday, portobellos. But for some reason, those really expand my mind. Every year, right? Same mushroom. Uh, re- over the last three, and it's been good. I like doing it. It's like a nice little reset. And the thing that I got from it is like, 
I need to take care of my body better. Not in that, like, working out is sort of a surface level taken care of. No, 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 hear me out. Because I've, I've, like, uh, I, I had a really bad uh, injury that was not, you know, quote, unquote, my fault. But like, I, I, I had a, f- I can't really talk about it. But anyway. I had a you, you have a lot of things you can't talk about. I had an I had an injury and uh it kind of I didn't really process it until recently, but I was like, man, your body is like so valuable and you only get one and just like not just working out and like pounding it into oblivion and like, you know, but literally just like nurturing your body and understanding like you only get one and it's the vehicle for your brain and stuff like that's something that i really yeah (laughs) well well we're not speaking terms maybe maybe send a text you know no me and my buddy we're we're snail mail we'll get in a couple years we we send postcards like an emoji like are you still there i'm like maybe just maybe just like a little it's like marco paul it's like that yeah maybe just a cute little like the emoji like this emoji it's just, it. it's just me giving it the finger. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, that, that was sort of, so like to venture to just be nicer in general to my body and uh, to experience it as like a vehicle for my mind. And how, how do you feel like you've been using it? I think as like a means to an end, just You're like confusing. when when stuff hurts, I just kind of go through it. Like when when I get injured and stuff, a lot of me wants to just immediately sort of be like, "Oh, I'm fine. Like all good. Nothing." You're wrong. like social media as a real living person because sometimes I look at you and I'm like, "Danny is like so healthy. He does yoga. He does this. He does that. He's like reads. He's smart." And then and then you open your mouth to talk about yourself and you're like, "Anyways." I'm the worst human. No, I never said I'm the worst human. I think a lot of people are like this. I don't I don't put myself in any like category of I'm shitty for this. But it's just fascinating to me that like to me you're like such I'm like this look at this healthy little mongoose. And then to you you're like <laughs> I could do better. Yeah, of course. That's yeah, so yeah, interesting. Because yeah. I bet everybody is probably going through that some version of that. Yeah. Where they're like, I need to fix this thing. And meanwhile, somebody's like, wow, you're so good at that thing. Well, that's why all this shit that we put around bodies is so disappointing with, like, your body needs to look like this or it needs to be that. And then on the other side, it's like, your body is perfect no matter what, no matter where it is. And it's all this messaging where at the end of the day, it's a personal experience with you and your body. And you need to, like, just be, like... This is my body. I only get one. Is it, am I going through life with a body that is most conducive to my own happiness? And if not, is there anything I can do in my, like in minor ways and little ways to make my life a little bit easier? Whether that be eating more, eating less, working out more, working out less, being, stretching more, like, do you have any tips where like when people like say someone is having trouble loving their body, what would be your, what would be your, your, your hot tip for them? Oh, I mean, I have one. What, what, what? Yeah, please. Um, close your eyes. Yeah. And then you don't know what kind of body you have. Because you can't see it. <laughs> and I think that's a great show. You have no idea. Yeah. yeah. And you're like, I am looking good. The absence of evidence. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think... My perception is my reality. <laughs> I think it's like the more you can have a personalized experience with your body, the better. And like just getting into how you actually feel but that it's a, it's the hardest solution for all this shit because you know there's going to be people who will be like you need to fucking 
like weigh this much and have this much body fat and da 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 and it's like those are prescriptions that do not apply to everyone but then there's people on the other end where obviously there's not a ton of these people but they're like uh they're like no matter what like uh not only i think you should love your body absolutely no matter what but then there's people who are like uh no matter what you don't have to change your body in any way and it's like but there's people who have like goals and aspirations and stuff that require their bodies to be different in certain ways like for me literally what i am saying is going going forward in my life like I want to be active and healthy in my later years and that is going to require me to do more like mobility work and stretch more and do all these like maintenance things that I haven't been doing before that is literally changing my body in a way that is conducive to experiencing life in a way that I want to experience it and if you can and if I if there now I don't want to like fucking be able to put both my legs behind my head because I think why not you know what? That's a great question because of toxic masculinity. No, but like honestly, that could be honestly it could be, but it's like so I think that would be like too big of a goal, and like I it would take too much work, and it wouldn't be worth it and stuff. And it's like that people can have goals like that. It's not every goal is good, and every goal you should try to achieve. But in my sense, I think it is like a relatively healthy goal to just be like, yeah, I just want to be a little bit more mobile. I want, and if you're like, if people are like, oh, I want to like gain a little bit more weight or I want to like lose a bit, a little bit more weight so I can walk easier and stuff. Th- th- all that's great. But it's like, you do need to literally love your body. Cause it is the only fucking one you get no matter what. It's like, if you, if you wake up in the morning and you're like, I, I hate my body. I understand that I've fucking been there too, but having like a real appreciation for it as the only, cause no matter how much you fucking hate your body, it's the one that you have. It's the, you only get this one. So it's like, it, as much as you can venture to learn to love it, I think it's healthy. I think also, it's much you better. you can change your body through hating it, but it is so much harder than if you and do, worse. do it while you enjoy it. Because you're not doing it in good faith, so what you're changing your body to is not going to be a representation of, like, this is going to be a body that's best for me in my life. It's You're going to change it to, like oh, this is like a body that I'm reflecting my own societal fucking, or, or like w- whatever has been broadcast to me is good. You can fuck yourself up doing that. I mean, how many guys have there been that have like, you know, I don't think there's anything wrong with bodybuilding on its face, but there's so many people who get into bodybuilding and like end up fucking up their back, their shoulders. They're not moving around as good when they're older. And it's all because they're trying to fit this like, ideal that probably wasn't for them now there's also bodybuilders who fuck their bodies up and look back on it and go like like ronnie coleman for example says he he's had like multiple surgeries because he was this very famous bodybuilder and his body just kind of started breaking down on him and he's like it was worth it i wanted to do what i did and i did it and it was great and everything that i'm dealing with now was worth it if you look back and think that it's like great but there's a lot of people that don't there's a lot of people that blew out their knees fucked up their quads fucked up their hamstrings trying to attain this perfect body quote unquote where looking back on it, it was like no that was like probably a level of i've been there too i've well it's also important to remember that not every body issue has to do with weight you know some people are totally some people it's like it's skin it's 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 you know vitiligo it's their gender exactly it's like there are so many other constructs that go around disliking your body i think that a lot of times we we, we go like well, you shouldn't hate your body because, you know, you can be fat or whatever. And it, you shouldn't hate your body, of course. But I'm saying, like, it is way harder, Yeah, I would say, to adjust your brain around, like, if you didn't, like, you know, your gender or something. Because that's, like, something that's much harder to change. And you kind of do want to fit into the, the binary of that. Some people do. And so, like, 
loving your body is like it's such a layered thing it goes so beyond like just the way you look fat or skinny like it goes into like like you were saying like it goes into like like mobility like you know that yes people may be like you know like my dad was handicapped so it's like one of those things where it's like the thing he probably just liked about his body which he never said this name but i'm just like assuming projecting is that it you know he was like i wish i had more mobility you know obviously because that's like it had nothing to do with being fat or skinny the, right the thing you defined about your body was mobility or you know if you have like you know horrible like you know cystic acne that, that's like that, that has really horrible breakouts or something like the thing you're waking up to every day is so much harder to you can't go on a diet well you can but like not all the time for that you know it's very yeah. different it's much harder to it, it's it's totally different and it's it, those struggles are different and to different degrees but i do think that like the core of love is kind of always the same like lo- like th- love th- that's the great thing about it and the co- confusing thing about it it don't cost a thing it don't cost a damn thing no um it, it is a river also no. Let's and not what the world needs now is more of it and, and more of it no but it, it's like just just in the same way that people say that, like, you should love your kids or whatever. It's like, unconditional maybe isn't even the right word. But just, just like, having an overarching understanding that no matter what, this is what I have. And it's mine. And it's all I'm going to have. And so, like, learning how to love that and, like, try to get rid of as much resentment as you possibly can for things that you can't change or affect around it. Mm-hmm. Man, I mean, it, it gave me so much freedom to just really be sat down. And I, and I know this is all simple bullshit that I'm saying. It's really not simple. That's what I was thinking the whole time. I was like, it's one of the, it's one, because we train ourselves to be so much more compassionate towards other people. We, yes. we give ourselves like a free pass to be really hard on ourselves. Yes. And so it's, it's not simple. It's very hard. And I think also there's the whole other added layer of like, well, when, when we hear like, I don't know, like celebrities and people talk about like, or influencers who have like really, you know, who are obviously like gorgeous and have yeah. like these like teams of people to help make them gorgeous. And they have like gorgeous lives and all that stuff to be like, I learned to love myself. Like, you know, I, I realized my body would never change. It's like, okay, well like, look at you. Like they're yeah. obviously comparing. Things, Shut up. You know? So like, yeah. but what they're saying is still just as valid and true. Yeah. And it probably is their truth, but it's like, it's also, you have to then fight the layer of like, well, this is all I have. I don't want it. So, you know what I mean? So like, it goes back to like, you're, you're constantly having to break down this like, yeah, these ideas around your body. Well, man, I mean, when I think back on like, I I didn't do this a lot, but when I was twelve, like a couple of times, I I made myself throw up after eating because I thought that I was fat, and I was like like young to be doing that. But if I like just looking back on it, and then even thinking in college where I was like, I have to be like fucking jacked or people won't like me and I won't have any value, and just like all these things, and like when I think back on myself then. The thoughts that I always have is like, man, I wish I could just sit myself down and be like, buddy, you're fine. You're, it's okay. And even if you weren't fine, it's like the way to go about it is not do this incredibly unhealthy thing, which is like re- forcefully regurgitating food. It's like that puts so much strain on your body and your esophagus and all this shit. And it's like, it's okay. But that's what you do when you have like an unhealthy, when you don't love your body, which I definitely didn't back then. I was like... I hate this, so I'm going to do hurtful things to it to try to make it the way that I think it should be. Yeah, totally. I, I feel like I did the opposite of that, where I was like, I was so, uh, which I still don't really, I'm not great with my body, but like, I still would be like, I was so like, just disgusted by it all the time that I was like, what does it matter? I'll just eat whatever I want. I'll do whatever I want. Like, I could just care. Like, instead of being like, because I think we talk a lot about people that, 
you know, kind of go like get addicted to exercise and stuff. Yeah. There's a whole other group of people that are just like their version of like hating their body is not caring what they eat and not caring what they do and not caring. And I don't mean like, like monitor your food, like a psycho or anything. I mean like just in general, like I know that like when I was in college, I would be like, well, like I don't like the way I look. Nobody else likes the way I look. I'm not with anyone. I'll just eat like the whole thing of Oreos. Right. And this, like, it was like, it was like, you, I was it's just binging. It's a binge fuck eat. it. Yeah, it's a fuck Yeah, it, it was just mentality. like, who can't, I mean, it's not that I even wanted to do that. And then I would, and the whole time I got like this like pleasure out of being like, well, you know what? Like, I'll never be able to skydive because I'll be too big for the harness. Like, not that I even want to skydive, but you know what I mean? I'd be watching like TV and that's what they'd be doing. And I'd be like, well, I'll never have that because I'm too, and then like, yeah. and like that shit, especially if you do it when you're young, it gets ingrained in you and then you become so comfortable with it that you can carry that it, it doesn't even become difficult anymore. You're just like, this is what I do. Yeah. This is who I am. Yeah. And it become, and then unlearning it, especially when you're older, unlearning those things is like, it's like, it's like prying off armor that's like molded to your skin. Yeah. Like it's like taking off a layer of skin. Oh, and it's rough. Yeah. Yeah. But you should do it. Yeah. I've heard. Um, So you don't have any New Year's resolutions? No, that was it. Do you have any New Year's Why? Well, I need you to have one. No, I did. I, I said it to be... That's not a resolution. That's like a lifestyle change. I'm going to do... Well, that's my New Year's lifestyle Like a little change. goal. You have no goals in 2023. Dude. You said, fuck 2023, eat shit and die. Double the cash, double the ass. That's what I say. Now, what's yours? That is... So, I know you have... Does your girlfriend have any? Um, I feel like she makes goals. I don't think... No, 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 no. The she's, fuck are all these goalless friends of mine? No, no, no. She's very... She probably wants to uh, get her, like, yoga more off the ground, which I will be... Um, oh, no, like no, no. handstands? <laughs> no, like levitating. Oh, that's yeah, why yeah, the yeah, feather yeah. stiff as a board. That's not weird stuff. No, she, she, teaches, she teaches yoga, and I think she wants to probably, like... Do you take her classes? Yes, I have. Very good. I was her first test subject. Oh, so she just taught you. Well, no, I and I've taken her classes. She teaches at a place called. Uh, Magic no, no, we have Carpet. to tell if you don't want to do that. Oh, okay, never. Mind. I don't know. I mean, we, you've already said it now, and I have to go back and edit that out. I don't know. Well, she's a public figure now. Yeah, I know. That's what I was saying. I can never tell. I was doing. You don't know this because you don't watch my stories, but True. I do. I do these stories where I talk about how you don't watch them, and I do a whole narrative that you'll never see. Great. And I was doing one where I built the basket for your girlfriend for Christmas. I built the whole thing, and I was like, "Did damn. you really?" I was like, "Damn, won't tell her." And I went through all the items in which they were. Okay, here's the thing. And then I kept calling her Dan's girlfriend. I was like, "Just so you guys know." She has a per- she's her own person. I'm only doing that because I don't he doesn't say her All name, right. so I don't want to say her name. Motherfucker, listen. I would watch your stories. I just don't like it when every fifth story you put a fucking... But don't come... For, I don't care if you watch them or not, first of all. you uh, Every fucking fifth story, you put a picture of, I don't know, like a like a goose that got hit by a car, and then you go, oh my god, this is so me. It is so me, No, though. it's not! Why can't things be me? It makes me upset. That's weird. Um, <laughs> I love comparing myself to objects and things. Also, you know, sometimes I've caught myself, I owe that to other people. Like, I'll, I'll be doing someone's makeup for an event or something, and I'll be like, you look just like a poodle. <laughs> and, like, to me, that's so cool in my head, and they're like, what i get what you're saying i've done that so many or times. like or like i told this girl the other day i was like i was i was like your eyelashes are like caterpillars yeah. but like to me i meant that in a good way and she's like that's not a good thing and i was yeah. like to me it is you got to be so careful when comparison pick caring yeah, comparing people to other things because i do the wildest things oh, yeah. and then my, my people i literally my whole life people are like what and i'm like i think that's cool you're like a furby yeah I, I my girlfriend asked me if I was a fruit, what fruit would I be? Which is one of the most <gasps> perilous, treacherous questions. Of all I know time. what you'd be. Well, no, she asked if she was like if 
I, if I was a fruit lord, I'd be so I had to answer. And I was like, the first thing that I thought was an apple, because I was like, your you think your girlfriend be an apple? Yeah, because like it's shiny and it's like robust. I think she'd be a kiwi. Could be kiwi, but I but I said apple. It was just the first thing that came to mind, and boy, was that the wrong answer? Oh, why? What oh. does she want to be? I think her. her I issue, love getting mad about things. Her, like her that. issue is just like an apple is so basic, which she's not wrong. Like I, I well, probably mm-hmm. if I put more thought into it, it would probably be. I don't know. Apples have a, they have a great history. They could they have been have the forbidden a, they fruit. They have a great history. There's something that if you cut them in half, there's a star in the middle. There's a star in the middle, and that's how I feel about. Her. If you were a fruit, what fruit would you be? I don't know. Did your girlfriend ever ask you if I was a worm? Would you still love me? No, she's no, no, no. She never. Asked I that love that question. No, no, that's no, no, so no. insane. When that went I on the internet, I was like, "That is some crazy shit that that's I would a, think yeah, of." Yeah, that I'd yeah, be yeah. like, "This is my favorite thing." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because there's no right or wrong answer. No, but it will make you mad either way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's like someone made that. Whoever made that, I don't know if they were a girl or guy. I thought the question the first time, but whoever thought of that was like, "I'm so ready to fight." Wait, how long do worms live? Long enough. <laughs> you know, I had a friend, and um, she went to school with me my whole life, pretty much. And um, four years, four years, four years. I was gonna say, well, if a worm lives for like a year, it's like, yeah, of course I love you. For that year, I love you, freak. Um, but I had a friend in school, and she, when we were younger, she would gather worms up and like teach Great. them in kindergarten. Great. But then when they would start to <laughs> crawl away and get back in the ground, she would pull them out, and when they break in half, she would get scared and eat them because her <laughs> sister told her that heaven was in her stomach. And that person so she kept eating animals like that, yeah, like bugs and stuff. Yeah, so yeah. They went to heaven. And here's the thing: that person now has a driver's license, and there's so much. I was like, there's so much interesting stuff going on there. They. That person the votes. The ingeniousness to that tell person your votes child, now. your your child sibling that their stomach is heaven. The universe exists with that. Him. Really is inc- That's. I'm so processing. She ate so many of the, and she also told her that those little, you know, those cicada shells they leave behind. Yes. She told her they taste like chicken, so she would eat a bunch of those. Oh. I was like, your sister really wanted you to eat some crazy yeah. shit. It was great, and she succeeded. It's one of my favorite. That's a boss bitch right there. So, what kind of fruit would you be? Oh, I don't fucking know. A dragon fruit. What? No, that's fucking bullshit. Why they're cool? I'd be like a... A star fruit? No. No, I... I You'd probably I, be like a banana, honestly. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's a banana. Some dumbass. How about you? Because when you peel them, they're like little mullets. Yeah, a little mullet. Yes, that's great. Yeah. What about you? I think I would... Oh, I don't know. I would be... um. I'd be like... I thought of one, but I don't know if he would be insulted by it. You know what? I would probably. I think I would be an apple. No. No, I'd be a peach. Oh, obviously, yeah, a peach is actually better than what I thought because I'm from the south. I like the shape but of them. You'd be like a like a peach with like a coconut shell around it. That's what I think. Oh, I would love to be a coconut. Yeah, a coconut. I think that's I a see good you one. A coconut. I didn't think about that as a fruit for some reason. It takes a long. It takes a long time. Every individual interaction with you, it take. You're like a. You're like a diesel engine. Takes a while to rev up. Takes a while to what? get you going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When like any, because I'm bad for the environment. No, 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 no. I don't. I don't know if diesel is worse for the environment. But um, <gasps> when uh, I just assumed it was. I don't know. But like Greta, when I when I like uh when we start when I we start talking like like today when when you first got out of the car, I always know it's going to take a few questions to actually break through to see what's going on. We weren't performing them. We were just together. no, no, no. I know. I'm saying in real life to like really get you answering stuff. It just takes a little while. Well, yeah, you can't just run out guns a blazing. 
You can't just throw your vulnerability out like grenades. <laughs> I guess that's I guess that's fair. Okay, I need to while. test the waters. What if you would have came in and I would have I would have been like, oh, Dan's crazy today. Right, 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 right. Well, mm. I would have accepted that. You probably would have been true. Who, you don't ever know. Um, I can't believe you don't have me. I'm so. Uh, do you guys? Can you guys? If you have New Year's resolutions, we leave them in the comments. I would yeah, love I to would know like what they to are. Know also, I really like resolutions. I haven't came out with mine yet. Really, I'm still working on them, but I like doing them every year. You know what my New Year's resolution is? Mm-hmm. By the end of this year, and this might be a little bit crazy, but I think we're gonna go for it. Ten thousand subscribers on YouTube. Oh yeah, I think we can get there. I believe that too. Okay. I mean, I guess that can be a resolution. We'll allow. That can be our group resolution. That's the group resolution. Yeah. 100, or oh my 10, god, group followers. resolutions. Do you think families do re- like family oh, resolutions? I would hate ones. that shit. Gross. That more, would be horrible. Yeah. Like yeah, YouTube okay. families. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah. No, I wouldn't like that. I'm fuck excited that. to do mine though. Yeah. I can't wait to do them. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I'll post about them. You know I can't I mean? wait. I'm gonna post about them. I, and I'll hold you accountable for them. How about that? You won't see it. Um, <laughs> uh, thank you guys for listening. Okay, we're done. This has been a very long episode. It's I been a good one. Enjoy it. I like after you say goodbye that I get to just come back in with a with a with a different goodbye. Oh, you, we we I like two goodbyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Bye bye. Um, <laughs> so uh, subscribe. Subscribe, like, like follow, follow, share. Sharing is really cool. Share the clips. For the love of God, me and Benton both share them on our Instagrams. It helps so much if you share the clips. Yeah, the clips are really fun. I think that we um, we did not meet our goal. You, if we if we got a, no, we didn't. We didn't. You said that if we got a thousand subscribers, which we were very we're very close. We were close, but no uh, that start. we would we would dress you up. Nope. but it didn't happen. If we get to ten by the end of the year, we'll do it. 10,000 by the end of the year. By the end of the year, we'll do it. Yeah. We ain't going to remember this happened. Who's going to remember that? I will remember. Okay, bye. Bye.